Hello, hello, my good people. How are you doing? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are all across the world. Thank you for joining your girl once again on Boss Babes Healing, where we are loving on ourselves by healing, growing, staying consistent in our businesses, by filling our cups and staying in a healing posture. On this week's episode, we are talking about grace. Grace. What does grace mean to you? And what has God's grace done for you? Stay tuned. Yes, and we're back at it one more time. One more season. Yes, season two, episode 13 non-stop they try to stop you girl they keep doing it but i ain't gonna stop i'm gonna keep going god got this he got my back he's standing in front of me and if god before me you know the rest okay this week we are talking about grace how many of us need grace had grace pleaded for grace oh lord i won't do it again if you just do this kind of grace okay I know I've been there myself a time or two, okay? I'm not going to point my finger or judge and not be judged and not look at the own plank in my eye. We in this together, okay? I've been where you've been, and maybe you're worse. (laughs) But let's dive right in. So we're talking about grace and specifically what does grace mean to you? You can absolutely leave a comment. You can absolutely go on my IG, Boss Babes Healing, and leave a comment. I have a new series up, and it's called Supernatural Intelligence. So wherever you hit, when you hit on Instagram, my Instagram, that is, you can leave a comment on whatever grace has been to you, or you can leave it on here. Wherever you feel free to leave it, but what does grace mean to me? Grace for me, let's slow it down a little bit. Grace for me is... Knowing that, ooh, <laughs> God's mind never changes about me. He made up his mind about me before I was in my mother's womb. When he had a dad, Jeremiah 29 and 11, plan for me, he made up his mind. His heart was postured. I became the apple of his eye when he uh, created my existence. And from that time, before there was even light in the earth, up until now, My God, his opinion about me is never changed. He knows whose I am, his, and who I am, him, in him, of him, and not this earth. It has never changed. And I can absolutely just chew on that and be full on that every day that God sends me life, which is grace in itself. I can absolutely live in that how he feels about me, how he loves on me, uh, what he thinks about me will never change. That will always remain the same. So a lot of different things will go up and down and change in your life and people will be added and subtracted. But the one thing you can stand on, the one thing you can be 10 toes down about is that God's mind and his heart never change about you. It always stays the same. And so that for me is grace. Um, What has God's grace done for me? It's kept me alive. My God. It sustained me. It kept me to be beyond a survivor. It pulled me out of the mentality of being a victim. 
um, it just gave me a backbone. It gave me a spine. It put um, personality in places where I could have been bitter. It put um, pizzazz and light in places where I could have stayed in the dark. It absolutely changed my mindset where I could have been torn down and I could have been selfish or I could have felt like everybody is just mean and wrong and bad and they're all the same. It really opened my eyes. It gave me a glimmer or a glimpse of what it is um, I should be thinking about God's people because that grace that was given showed me that I should be giving that grace to others. That grace that was given to me showed me that no one is perfect and that I should look at God's people through the, through the lens of his lens, through the lens of how he looks at them. To be able to love, grace has shown me, ooh, thank you, Jesus. Grace has shown me to be able to look at people the way God looks at them and to be able to love on them when they're not lovable. Pause. How do you love on somebody that's not lovable? I think that's a huge part in relationships, uh, mainly in marriage. Uh, you know, your husband may not always be lovable. His socks may be a little smelly one day. He may leave something out on the counter the next day and you just clean the kitchen. Uh, he may be late to, you know, your date night when you've been planning this all month. You know, those are situations where they're not tip top and they're not lovable, but you still love them through it because that's who God sent you. And being a business coach and being a, a entrepreneur and being in a business mindset, there are moments where your clients um, are not lovable, but you still have to be professional and show them that grace that God has shown you. And so um, today it is deeply, deeply on the heart and on the mind of God to show his people grace where you have been given grace. There are a lot of people who are not narcissistic, but they are operating in that vein. They are narcissistically going about their business, narcissistically um, conducting conducting ministry, excuse me. And God is not having that in this season. He does not want that in this season. So he is putting it on the hearts and the minds of his sons and daughters with platforms to um, be bold and speak loudly about grace and having it for others, not just asking for it for yourself um, or demanding it in certain settings for yourself. A lot of people are demanding grace, and grace is not something that you demand at all in any aspect. Um, a lot of people are saying, I demand respect, when really you are demanding grace, and you are completely wrong. You are strong and wrong <laughs> about demanding grace, my friend. Um but we're not here to point fingers or bring anyone down. I'm just saying that there are people in positions that are looking at the numbers, that are looking at the revenue that's coming in, that are looking at what kind of quarter they've had in business, and they are demanding grace from clients in ads that they're running on their pages, um, you know, in their word of mouth, in how they're speaking and treating others. They are demanding something that is earned. Grace is not something that um, is just given to anyone. It's something that from God is um, given because of your position. And your position is, your position is righteousness. Your position is um, 
looking like him as his son or his daughter. Um, it is something that he gives you, but you have to look like him in order for him to give you what he has because if you're not looking like it, if you're not playing the part, if you're not living out that lifestyle, then you don't um, look like him. You don't exemplify his goodness and his grace and his mercy. And so it's not given. It's like when you ask for forgiveness, you're not just forgiven. You have to give that same forgiveness. Your heart has to have forgiveness in it. You have to live with forgiveness. A lot of people say, I don't know how I'm going to find it in my heart to forgive him. You're not supposed to have to find forgiveness. It's supposed to already be in there. You live with it. It's a part of who you are, like the ventricles in your heart. It is a part of the DNA. It looks like a match when God looks at your heart posture. A light is able to be seen in whatever season you're in in your life. When God looks at you or when he weighs your heart, he's able to see that there's still a light there where you haven't become bitter and you continue to give people that grace and give people that forgiveness and not hold on or harbor on the past where people have made mistakes or people have done things to you and you're holding on to it and they don't even know that you're upset. They don't even know what they've done. They don't even know that this negativity exists because it's never been talked about. It's never been dealt with. It's never been put on the table. And on this platform, that is what we're doing. This is the table. We are laying it all out. We are healing. We are saying we're going to hold ourselves accountable for the part we played. We're saying that we are going to uh, look at things full circle and assess and look at every piece and every level so that we can move forward whole, so that we can move forward in an entirety, so that we can move forward at full capacity because we've dealt with every level. We've dealt with the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we've seen what needs to be fixed, what needs to be assessed, what needs to be cleaned up, what needs to absolutely stop, and how we can move forward from there. And a large part of that is absolutely grace. God, I hear the Holy Spirit telling me to break that down accurately. Grace, G, being looking like God. Are being um, having respect and relationship and race. There's no color of race that doesn't exist. That was man made, but there is a race and heart posture. There's a race and how you look and how you treat other people. That is a race, as um, because a lot of people look at things as a religion. It's not a religion. It's a race. Not a race as in slow or fast, but a race as in. Um, a community or how people look as an entirety, as being Christian, as being a man and woman of God. And the A is for absolutely for attitude. What type of attitude do you have toward the grace that you've been giving it? Are you respecting it? Are you taking it for granted? Are you giving it to other people as, as uh, quickly and as, um, uh, what's the word? And as um, honorably as God has given it to you? 
you know, uh, attitude toward grace? What is your attitude toward grace? Um, that comes into play when I ask the question, what has God's grace done for you? You know, um, and that answer should always be everything. That should be a long-winded answer. That should be something that you actually have to sit down and take time to answer. Um, and attitude comes in with respect, respecting the fact that you can be given grace, respecting the fact that God has honored you with something that some people don't have because of the seeds they've sown. And the C would be consistent. Being consistent in uh, all of these things will show your graduation. Being consistent in looking like God, in, um, you know, staying in that race, in that uh, community of what it looks like to be grace-driven and having that attitude um, toward grace and it being given and it being reciprocated and it being, uh, you know, a reciprocity in a wheel of grace. Um, you so until you're consistent in all of these things, showing that you're ready, showing that you have studied and shown yourself approved. And E would be um, to be immaculate, not perfect, not where um, you can't throw a stone um, at someone else. Not where you're not looking at the own plank in your eye or judging and that ye be judged. Not in that sense, but immaculate in the way that you are being yourself. And part of being yourself is being graceful. Part of being yourself is being full of grace. Graceful, full of grace. Being immaculate in that is just being you. Not being perfect, but being in the DNA of yourself, being in what and who God has made you to be for such a time as this, being yourself, never being fake, never um, butting your tongue, never being um, docile when you need to have a fire in you, never being lukewarm on the things of God, uh, never um, taking a step back when God is telling you to step forward. And that doesn't always come easy. Being you, being immaculate about who you are, being Arletha, uh, what implant your name there, being blank, right? Put your name there, is um, a way of being you 100% at full capacity and showing the graduation in the places that God has brought you from. Okay, and being able to stand strong and uh, reminding yourself how far you've come, how strong you are now, how much you're able to stand up now um, in the things that he's put your hands to. And that absolutely is uh, not easy, but it is doable. It's not easy, but it is applicable. It is um, there for you to wake up in the morning and um, read his word to wake up in the morning and have a routine of what it is you do that shows you, God, you're the first part of my day because you gave me grace enough to give me a day. I have a whole 24 hours to do what I need to do, what I'd like to do. And I'm portioning out the first part of it would, would be the first fruits of it for you, God. And, uh, in that, God is able to give that grace back because he can trust you with his grace. It's never 
um, a point where you're frustrating his grace or you're frustrating his Holy Spirit or you are um, subjecting his Holy Spirit to things that don't create an environment for the Holy Spirit to flow and do what it needs to do in your life because that atmosphere is not conducive for the for the Holy Spirit to operate in. And so our atmospheres need to be graceful in itself. We and ourselves need to be graceful. Um, the things that we're calling on and asking God for need to be things that are going to bring about more grace. And we do that by giving others grace living with forgiveness in our hearts and being able to forgive because forgiveness is not for the other person. It is for you. There are people who are in the grave dead, gone, unforgiven because someone alive is still holding on to things of the past and that person is not even alive anymore. And so that person might as well lay in the grave next to them because they are literally Um, have just put themselves in a casket with unforgiveness spiritually and naturally. Whenever you hold on to that, it absolutely chips away little by little what God really wants to do. And so forgiveness is for you. It's so that God can, um, you know, operate in your life and do what he needs to do from a from a clear slate not so much as a clean one but a clear slate forgiveness gives god that clear slate it gives him that go ahead uh for him to operate on you in a consistent basis because there are times where people will hurt you god will be able to come in and operate because you have forgiveness there are times where people will bring you down and you will um have put them on a pedestal and they um absolutely came in and completely destroyed that pedestal and made you feel like you never should have put them on it you know, and that's when the spirit sometimes of rejection comes in. That's when the spirit sometimes of disappointment comes in. And those are spirits. Those are not emotions. Those are not personalities. Those are not diagnoses. Those are unclean things that don't have anything to do with you. And they can attach themselves to you when unforgiveness comes into play, when confusion or lack of knowledge comes into play. And so God is saying that my grace is really sufficient. My grace is really what you need and there t- and what God wants to hear his sons and daughters say is God you're enough your grace is enough it is so full circle to have grace in your life in every aspect of your life and God is saying that I want this to be on the hearts on the minds um and in the attitudes of my sons and daughters and so grace is not just being forgiven. It's not just um, something that God gives you because you're obedient and you're righteous. It's some. It's a lifestyle. And in that lifestyle, we acrimentally broke that down. That is God looking like God, race, community, uh, attitude, consistency, and being immaculate in who you are. Not perfect, but just in who you are and who God has called you to be. It's it's another way of putting it is like having a routine of being you and sticking to that routine, sticking to that plan. Um, if 
if it looks like you brushing your teeth and combing your hair and getting dressed at 9 a.m. and being out the door by 9.30 and being in the car and down the road by 9.45 and at the office by 10.15, then that's what that looks like for you. You can supernaturally twist that and put in those slots which you need to put in. But being immaculate and being you is uh, having a consistent um, diet, a consistent hygiene, um, if you will, a consistent schedule of who you are and staying that. And that gets created by boundaries. That gets created by having respect for yourself first and loving you first. Um, on On a level that no one and nothing else can penetrate beyond that they either have to love it or leave it alone they gotta love it or leave it alone okay they have to respect that or there's the door and that's not mean that's the way a lot of people need to structure out who they are when it comes to grace grace is not being walked over grace is not being swept under the rug grace is not um, allowing anyone in any space at any time. There are times where you need to have grace by not answering the phone. There are times where you have grace, you need to have grace by pushing away that plate of whatever that is, that fried food or, um, that seafood or that, um, carb diet, whatever that is, pushing away that plate. Grace sometimes, is saying no even though the money looks good grace is sometimes saying i can't do that in this season even though um it looks good on paper it's not a fit spiritually and so having the grace to know something is another way of what grace asking what does grace mean to me and um what has God's grace done for me? It's given me the discernment enough to know that. And so grace is really in a lot of things um, when it comes as far as discernment, when it comes as far as your attitude, when it comes as far as uh, who you are and how you operate uh, and not allowing anything to shake or move that. Um, you not being on fire, not being lukewarm in who God has called you to be and standing 10 toes down and staying consistent in that. Even when you get knocked down, you're able to get back up because that grace has built you. That grace has strengthened you in such a way, in such a way that uh, you're able to stand back up. And even while you're down, you know there will come a day where you'll get back up. Even when things look dark, you know it will come a day that the light will be back on. Even when things hurt and they don't feel good, you know that there's going to come a day where you're going to be surrounded by love and compassion because God has grace for you. And that, my brothers and sisters, is the end of this podcast. Meet me here. Don't meet me here. Beat me here next time. I love you. Peace.